Hey, so you're going to hear a lot of shouting this episode because, uh, believe it or not, Coyote does really cool things. And one of those cool things is the Coyote Classic where we bring people from, I don't know, probably all over, really. I've seen a lot of people. All across the globe. I've never seen my life. Hither and yon. I was waiting for that. (laughs) Hither and yon. In fact, we have someone walking past us right now from Texas. Wow. That's amazing. So cool. There you go. That's right. Tyler, uh, Texas. Uh, so, yeah, like I was saying, we're live from the Coyote Classic right now. There's some competition going on. Just they won't be live when you're listening to it. But yeah, we there's are live. All sorts we of are, we're issues. live. We're, we're live. live. We're technically I, I always live. Yeah, we're definitely <laughs> always <laughs> recording this live. <laughs> all right, I'm going to stick to doing intros. You guys stop it with the criticism because I'm already sensitive enough. There we go. But uh, so like for the fourth time, we're uh, quote-unquote live from the Coyote Classic. It's going on just on the other side of the wall behind uh, Ben and I here. Uh, so we got our usual crew right now for right now. Uh, either later this episode or in another episode, we'll be having some interviews, stuff like that, with some of the competitors competitors that are here this weekend. Ben, transition for me real quick. Okay, I'll be happy to take it over. I'd just like <laughs> to watch you struggle and then uh, move in there. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So this is a third annual Coyote Classic. Third annual Coyote Classic. Uh, we're on uh, Saturday today. We're doing the individual competition. And uh, tomorrow we'll have the two-man team competition. We got a really good turnout this year, a lot bigger than last year, so we're really excited about it. Uh, like you said, we got people from all over. We got people from Texas, Mississippi, Louisiana, Tennessee, Alabama. I don't know if we have anybody from Arkansas. Maybe some people from Arkansas. We'll recruit one. We'll go get one, yeah, so yeah. it'll be true. Yeah. I just, just the energy at the uh, at the box right now, pretty electric. There's just something about competition, people showing up. And, and there's like this balance of people who are – definitely wanted to do their best but just to share in uh, the love of crossfit have a weekend where you commit to it it's a it's a pretty cool environment at the box right now i have to admit yeah and the thing is like i came in i didn't come into this with low expectations i came in with no expectations because i'd never seen it before ever so oh, yeah this is your first crossfit competition to see in yeah like, ever see functional fitness competition. right and so given like we're still a little bit of a small town box, but yeah. this fill today feels really, really good. Like, there's a lot of energy. Like if I had seen an ESPN truck outside, I wouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> Genuinely, maybe next year. Maybe next maybe year. next year. It feels really good today. How you guys feeling? I'm good. I mean, you know, it's always uh, you get uh, you get up here um, to start the day, and there's always you know little things that uh, um, just, just logistical stuff that you kind of you forget about last minute. Okay, I got to run to the store and get this, or we got to you know change this or whatever. But uh, once you once you get through that, I mean, this is our third, uh, like you're saying, our third competition. We've kind of gotten it down now, where uh, as long as we uh, we keep everything on time, and you know the big thing that, we, that you always need is gr- our great volunteers. We got volunteers that are uh, that are helping us out and doing an awesome job. Once you get that, once you get the ball rolling, I mean, it's really it's really not that bad. So maybe, go ahead, Hunter. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It really is. Uh, I think we're kind of getting the hang of it. The first year we were, we didn't really know what we were doing. We're kind of running around, thinking of stuff last minute. But this year we kind of we had a schedule leading up to it, so we had everything planned out when we needed to do what, and so it's taken a lot of pressure off just getting stuff done, knowing what needs to be done, and when. And then yeah, there's always small things that you forget about, but it's you know the biggest thing, like Chris said, is making sure everything runs on time, making sure we give. Uh, the competitors a great experience uh, so that they can enjoy and have a good time because um, that's really what it's all about is, is having a good time, um, enjoying uh, putting your fitness on display and uh, just having uh, some good camaraderie, meeting some new friends. So the logistics of you guys are talking about you know how to pull off 
what it looks like to pull off a successful weekend comp at an affiliate. Uh, but the logistics don't just start the day of. I mean, you guys have been planning for this for months, and a huge part of that is making sure that you get the workouts right. And there's a couple of different elements that are involved there. Talk about that, Chris. Well, it, it seems like every year we always uh, we end up uh, saying that we need to push back the planning process and get it and get it started earlier and earlier just to make it uh, just to make things easier on us. We started uh, we started planning the workouts. What was that back in like February, January? Yeah. January is when we came out came out with the schedule. Uh, we I think we started we finalized the workouts in February, tested them. Uh, we have people test them without them knowing that they're testing them, and then uh, <laughs> we make adjustments as needed. Yeah. And yeah, the workouts is a big thing because you got to take into account you know space, how the workout's going to flow, what equipment you have, um, and then you also don't want to program stuff that's going to be too hard um, for the majority of people to do. You know, so we, we try to find the balance of making a good workout, but that's accessible for everybody and that we can, you know, run smoothly without a whole lot of setup. Like the first two years we had a, a speed clean and speed snatch ladder and it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. But man, that oh was a God, logistical was a nightmare. nightmare of setting up. And you, we had to have so many volunteers to make sure everything was loaded correctly and on the side waiting. And this year we're just doing a clean max which is going to be a lot easier because all you got to do is put the weights out there and then they do that. So just learning, learning stuff like that as you go, um, what, what stuff is going to be easier logistically, what stuff is going to be harder. Um, that's kind of stuff, stuff that we're you know, kind of getting, getting the hang of, I feel like. So how do you strike a balance between making a competition accessible, but then you know, in the CrossFit community, you don't want something that's just going to be a comp where people can sandbag and win the whole thing, or you know, you want to make it challenging but also accessible. Is that what testing the workouts really is for early on in the year? Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, just just uh, just making sure that even if uh, even if the the movements aren't really aren't extremely technical, that they're still going to get a really good workout for it from it, and that is actually is a really good test of fitness. But um, you've got to be able to balance that and also be able to balance it with. Uh, making the workouts uh, easy to scale and easy to judge too because all of our judges are volunteers so you got to be uh, you got to be real careful with that making sure that you don't have anything just absolutely nuts where they have to do just a whole lot more than simply count reps i thought we did a really good job of that this year making all the movements pretty much cut and dry but also making the workouts really tough yeah, I've noticed that too, and you can tell just by the type of athletes that have signed up. You've got it runs the gamut for the people that are that are here this weekend. One question I have as I'm watching it go down is how much of this is, and I know you guys aren't these type of guys, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. How much of this is wanting to show off your local affiliate and also your ability to program? Is that part of the part of the sauce here? Um, I don't think we're trying to like show off or anything. I think we're just trying to put out the best workouts possible that we can and um, you know give the, the athletes the best experience that we can and get, provide the best test because you know for the rx categories we're giving away a lot of money you know the winners are going to get 900 bucks so that needs to be a good test that the the fittest person wins and so that's what we're taking to account we're not trying to say oh we're ha we have the best workouts or we're the smartest programmers or anything like that that's not what we're going for at all we just want to provide a good competitive experience for the athletes yeah i think that's a good call there because the reality is we have a great relationship with a lot of different affiliates not only locally but also across state lines which is a big reason why i think people are joining us from that distance uh, crossfit truly is a community so it isn't really that you would try to outshine anyone uh, but to contribute in a great way to the overall experience of what crossfit i mean 
this modality of exercise is spreading like wildfire and it really is because of the local affiliates and i think this weekend is a is a big part of that for us specifically but you pull up competitions and you're going to have an affiliate throwing one you know almost every weekend so it's a it's a big part of having a gym that is not only contributing to the fitness locally but also regionally you know so one question i've i've had since watching watching today is like one thing we know about the actual Cody members is that like they are y'all's biggest fans, no doubt. Like they lo- they live and breathe uh, Cody, which is super awesome, especially getting to be a part of it during the week. But one question I have while while the you know outside members are here is like, what's the what's the kind of feedback you get from people that like the the more uh, intense crossfitters that come from out of town and stuff like that like what's the feedback you get from guys guys like that or gals t- like feedback from our competitions yeah uh, I think uh, the, the biggest compliment that we've always got is that uh, we uh, we run on time and that we're fair yeah you know um, we uh, like I said you know and that a lot of it comes down to making sure that we program the movements like I said they're easy to scale they're easy to judge so that you don't have a whole lot of a whole lot of just you know nitpicking with uh, with how the workouts are done and um but that yeah i mean we get uh we've generally gotten really good compliments every year about uh about the judging being fair the workouts being fun but uh you know really everybody wants it to run on time man if you're not running on time that's a really easy way to get people to not come back next year yeah Yeah, we really try to set it up to where we have enough time to to transition between workouts we know when we got to hustle and like tomorrow we got a lot of teams so we're gonna have to really push it to stay on time but you know, we want to get everybody out of here in a decent hour. We're, we'll be out of here by hopefully 4 o'clock today, um, 5 o'clock tomorrow. Um, you know, we don't want people sit, sitting around here on Sunday evening till 7 o'clock at night when they got to go back home and go to work, you know, the next day. So we want to be respectful of their time. So that's, that's a big thing. You know, so, yeah, just running on time and being fair and providing a good workout, a, a fun experience, those are the, the main things we're looking to do. Would you say it's important for you guys that um, – the times where you've experienced competition just going through as an athlete, that that's really affected how you've put together what's going on here. Maybe that in combination with, as you're watching competitions that are like, you guys participate in the Beast Brawl, the Raging Games, things like that. You're able to take knowledge that you build there and build a competition here that's exactly like what you would want. It strikes me, we talk on a lot of episodes what's the problem with this what's the problem with that well this gives you an opportunity to kind of sit on the other side of the table and maybe uh uh ex- uh, extend a little bit of grace for guys that are setting up those competitions this isn't an easy thing to do right oh yeah absolutely and, and that's that's one of the biggest things you know i've done a lot of competitions and i've seen well-run competitions and not so well-run competitions and you you remember you know and like chris said the biggest biggest one is when it runs over like i've been in a competition that both nights they finished at 11 o'clock at night, Saturday Whoa. and Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and it was just like, you know, they, they didn't, I guess they didn't t- test run the workouts. The first workout wasn't over till one in the afternoon both days. And so that's like, you know, that, 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 that's going to make people really upset if, if you have to do that. And, and so we want to be respectful of people's times and then also figuring out, you know, what, like Chris said, what movements are really hard to judge. And, like, kettlebell swing is really hard to judge, so we're not going to put a kettlebell swing in there. You know, finding stuff that's easy to judge, easy for the judges to, to see if it's a good rep or not. Like Chris said, you know, we, these are volunteer judges, so we want to make it easy on them. And uh, we just want to make it so that, you know, it's fair and it's a good test, but at the same time, it's uh, simple. Um, so, and, and, yeah, I think having done other competitions is probably the biggest 
thing because we have experience on what to see and it gave us a big advantage coming into us instead of having to figure it out on the fly we were like hey we've been at 20 30 competitions before we know what works and what doesn't so let's talk about it from this side we're talking about it from putting an event on but what about from the athlete perspective with all those competitions uh under your belt just throw at me maybe one or two big lessons that you've learned as an athlete competing uh, in these sort of competitions, maybe not at the regional level, but at a weekend level. Uh, well, you got you, you have to know you have to know what you're going to get. You know, um, I, I know I know like for me, I uh, if I'm if I'm going into a local competition, you have to be prepared for the fact that you're probably going to get a, a no rep that was probably questionable. But, you know, having having run competitions, uh myself this will be my fifth or sixth competition to run you know how you know how tough that can be and you know how much pressure these judges put themselves under so you have to be willing to just you know kind of you know be be un, uh, be understanding in that situation um because uh, because you know because uh, i know i've been behind the scenes of these things and you uh, you just have to know what's uh, what's gonna what's gonna happen <laughs> do you guys do like what go ahead Hunter. i saw you were about to speak yeah, I was just going to say the biggest thing for me is learning uh, what to expect from the workouts and knowing where you need to push hard, where you need to back off and just do your best and not kill yourself uh, because it's a long day. I mean, four workouts in a day is a lot of training, so recovery is going to be imperative. So, you know, you got to be prepared for that. Know after that first workout you're going to feel kind of crappy and you're going to feel different than you normally feel after a regular workout and just know, hey, I'm going to feel like that. I need to get off my feet. I need to get recovered and get some food in me. And that's something that you're always, you know, playing around with. It took me a while to figure out how to fuel up for a workout, for a competition day. It's completely different than how you'd eat normally. And, you know, you want to get a lot of, you know, carbs in you because you're burning so much more. You're running off adrenaline. So kind of learning what to expect, how it's going to feel. And like Chris said, you never know, you know, you might get a judge, you know, like these are volunteer judges, you know. So some sometimes they – you, you, you know you can get some some questionable calls or something you just got to roll with it know what to expect not not flip freak out about it and just stay composed but i think the biggest thing is learning how to fuel yourself learning how to recover and learning how to know how you're going to feel in workouts those are those are the biggest things that i've learned over the years of competing so y'all keep mentioning the fact that we have volunteer judges today which is really awesome that we're able to have stuff like that because that's i don't think uh many places can say that they have people lining up to serve to do stuff like that <laughs> the so, waster saturday yeah. right yeah, yeah. but uh so when you guys are trying to figure out what you're gonna do with your judges do you guys first look for people that just know what the heck they're doing and then do y'all go with some training or like what's the process there uh, I, I, w- I wish i could say that we uh that we uh you know put them through some training or whatever but i mean you know generally Generally, the people that are going to come up here and volunteer are people that have been in our gym for a while. So they've seen the movements. They know the standards. So that's a start. But every now and again, you'll have to throw somebody into the mix, especially on Sundays in the in the mornings when people aren't as uh, available. Uh, a lot of times we have more volunteers in the afternoons. So you have to be really uh, – you may, we may just have to, hey, kind of pull somebody, you know, out of the stands more or less, somebody that we know, right. and be like, hey, I just need you to, to just judge, count these reps, let them know, hey, I'll be right by you, I'll let you know what to look for, but uh, just have to do the best you can, really. We're just, we're very lucky that uh, that we have that we have enough people in our gym that have been with us long enough that you know they want to be up here and they want to help us out. 
that helps out a lot. Well, I think a big part of it too is just making sure that at your local box that you're holding people to specific standards of yeah. movement. I mean, everybody sure. understands what, what an acceptable wall ball is. Now, that doesn't mean everybody does an acceptable wall ball. Yeah. But everybody's really clear on the standards. And I, I saw you earlier, Chris, you were just giving that last round right before uh, the, the competition started. You were saying, hey, look for these particular things. This is what we're really wanting to focus on. I mean, there is some kind of on-the-job training that goes on with the volunteer base. So as we've discussed before, I mean, a competition kind of hangs or falls on if your judges are actually in the game or not, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you got one judge that's holding people to a different standard. That athlete's going to zoom to the front for doing uh, poor quality reps. And that's something you guys are not only concerned about in a, at a weekend competition, but day-to-day -day inside the box. So I'm sure that's a huge help in, in attracting volunteers. And I know for me, I would volunteer to judge just so I didn't have to compete. Yeah, fair. <laughs> that would be me. I that's, why, that's why they run the competition. That's right. I get the that's shirt, right, yeah. but I don't have to do any of the work. That's yeah. what I'm after, right? You know, and I also, I try to reassure the judges that, I mean, that we have their back 100% at the end of, like, because at the end of the day, if there is, if the, uh, if the athlete is questioning a rep, I'm going to take the opinion of the person whose heart rate is not at 170. Right. <laughs> so... 170, what are we doing, lunges? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you mean 270, right? Right, yeah. right. <laughs> so let's talk about this. What are you guys kind of hopeful to see today? I mean, if you put all this work into something, we've already, we talked about your motivation leading into it, but when you get into real time, you know, you start to see, uh, see a few different things. What are you looking for over this weekend from either visiting athletes or, or athletes that are here locally? What are your hopes for it? Uh, we, you know, we just want to see everybody uh, compete well, um, you know, give their best effort and, and, you know, do the best that they can. You know, we're excited. We have uh, a returning champ from the last two years in the RX Mail, Jonathan Wall. He's from Alabama. He's been to regionals the last two years, and it's exciting to watch him every year. Uh, we're excited to watch him and uh, Nate Davis go head-to-head, -head, Nate from our team. And then we got another, a couple other really good guys in the RX Mail category. Um, RX female category, we got a, a girl from Texas uh, who was uh, on the regional team last year, Faith Cook, and then another girl uh, from Louisiana who did really well in the Open. And then uh, tomorrow I'm really excited about the team competition. Uh, we got some really competitive male-female teams. Uh, Holly Henderson is a local regional athlete. She's teaming up with a guy, Mason Mitchell, from Hattiesburg, who's really good. Um, April Cosgrove, who is on our team. Um, she's she's teaming up with her brother. They should have a good team. Uh, we got a couple uh, good male male teams. I'm really excited about the Masters male male category we have coming tomorrow. Uh, this we this is our first year to have a Masters team category. We got a pretty good turnout on that, and I think that 35 to 44 Masters men category is probably going to be one of the most competitive categories out there. And we got a lot of guys, some of our competitors, competing in that category. But I'll be honest with you, my favorite thing to watch on the weekend is the kids. Uh, last really? year was the first year we did the kids, and it was so much fun to see them. And they just go so hard the whole time, and they just go hard until they blow up, and they try to hold on. And they all have good <laughs> attitudes, and they're all in between workouts. I'm watching them right now. They're inside, like, dancing and jumping around. Yeah. And, like, you know, so it's just fun. Just recovery. It, yeah, it's really <laughs> yeah. fun to watch them, you know, as kids, you know, six, seven, eight, nine years old who are enjoying – uh, physical fitness um, and have this avenue to pursue it and they and, you know they have such great attitudes and they and they try they want to they want to win so bad and so it's just really fun to watch watch those kids compete 
full disclosure, their push-ups were better than mine this morning. <laughs> I saw I saw my video. Yeah, yeah. I so, al- I almost wish I had the ability like those kids. You know, they'll they'll go they go into every workout wanting to win, thinking they're gonna win, and and then the ones that the ones that don't, you know. Maybe they're disappointed for a second, but then, like you said, they're off over there dancing and stuff. Yeah, I wish my back. I wish my attention span was like that, where I didn't uh, where I didn't um, focus on uh, on not winning. As I, much. I think if if grownups had the same mindset in some aspects as as kids do, the world would be a better place. You know? Absolutely, yeah. they they're best friends with everybody. They're just having a good time. <laughs> they're gonna try their best to win, and if they don't win, hey, they're forgetting about it. They're off dancing five minutes later, and so I think uh, I think you know the the, the beauty and simplicity of a of a kid's mind is something that uh we should all strive for i would agree with that i saw earlier today i saw one get about i don't know 45 seconds into the workout he ripped his shirt off like hulk hogan he was like i'm in my moment right now yeah yeah that was hilarious so let me ask this how many uh one rep maxes do we have in the in the competition this weekend just one just cl- we one? have a clean max clean max all right so for better or for worse, this is always a big number. I mean, it's always electric when people are going for this. Based on what you guys know about the athletes that are here, what are we looking at maybe the top of our clean one rep this, this weekend at the competition? We're going to have some strong boys. Yeah, I think for the <laughs> girls, you know, you might see up up close to 250. Uh, for the guys, uh, I think we could get close to 350. Uh, we'll see. Good um, I think I think there'll be four or five guys going over 300. Um, I think tomorrow – um, they'll, they might be more than that. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch. And, and we have it set it up kind of like the, the games this year. So each person's going to have 30 seconds. So all eyes will be on them for 30 seconds. You get, you're going to have three attempts, um, three sets of 30-second attempts, and that's it. So, you know, it's, it's a lot of, uh, you know, you got to be precise. You know, you, 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 you're not going to have a whole lot of room for error in that time. But it's going to be cool because you get to watch every single person go. And it's yeah. not going to be – it's you know, going to be a really awesome atmosphere. Yeah. It is going to get loud. It's probably more for the uh, for the scaled uh, for the scaled athletes than the uh, than the RX guys and yeah. girls. Yeah, and we 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 try to put the those you know the the lift, the max lift, and the speed ladders and stuff. You know, when around the time when most people are going to be in, like around lunchtime or a little bit after lunchtime. So both days we'll have it around one to two, something like that. When we'll, probably the most people will be here. So we're really excited about about watching that and hopefully you know getting getting the crowd pumped up and it's always fun when you see somebody at their max or above their max going for pr and the, the crowd's getting behind them and you see them grind it out and hit that rep and everybody goes nuts it doesn't matter who who the athlete is everybody's cheering for them so that's always really fun yeah a cool thing that i've seen this weekend speaking of the crowd is like the people that are watching aren't just the competitors that are waiting to go like and it's not yeah. even just their family members it's people that have just showed up today yeah. wanting to watch some crossfit which yeah, is it, nuts, it, honestly. It's, it's really, yeah, it's really crazy. Uh, you know, you say that, and then you mentioned that uh, probably the the overwhelming majority of uh, athletes competing today are from out of state, or yeah. either or either uh, a, uh, at least a couple hours out of town. Yeah, we don't right. have a whole lot of people from the Jackson area uh, competing this year. We got a lot of people from you know the Memphis and surrounding areas. Uh, a lot of people from Baton Rouge. Uh, people from a lot of people from different parts of the state of Mississippi, and then, like Chris said, some other states as well. Um, so uh, it's it's just cool to see people from all over travel and uh, and want to come compete at our competition. It's really really a big honor to be able to put something on for people to travel to. Yeah, I think it shows just the level of community pulling back to that. I mean, 
we a lot of us share time at boxes down in Baton Rouge. We travel for business or to see family, and it's like the ultimate drop-in, right? You're able to drop in for one workout, and you get a sense of the community and the facility, and you think, man, I, I want to go back. I want to check that out be there for a longer period of time, and there's just so much to learn uh, from people and then through competition. So it is – I know we keep referencing the uh, – the atmosphere, but I think it's a huge sell. You know, if someone's listening to this episode and they were on the fence about this year, about being a part of the competition, definitely worth the money, definitely worth the time just to have this experience. Um, at, at, when the when the gym feels this way, it's just different than coming into the grind after you finish the eight to five and, and putting your hour in. Yeah, right. I think I think people are always um, sometimes they're on the fence whether they're going to do it or not, and then when they end up deciding to do it, they're always glad that they did. Um, it's always fun time, you know. You get nervous right before the workout, you know. I've competed a lot, and you get those feelings right before the event starts. Like, I'd rather be anywhere but here. I do not want to do this, you know. <laughs> and then you get in the middle of the workout, and you give it all you have, and then, uh, and then when you're done, you're like, oh, that was awesome, you know. <laughs> and so everybody gets those feelings, but you're always glad that you did it, you know. You're, there's never a, there's never a regret. So uh, it's, you know, I always try to encourage people. You know, if you think if you think you want to do it, you just need to do it. Just sign up and do it. You know, and and outside of just the physical benefits of you know working out and training, obviously, I think it's great from a uh, just a um uh, uh just a well being uh, just just a. Uh, to put yourself out of your comfort zone if you're not somebody you know if you just if you normally come to the class and you know and that's uh you know it's hard enough to you know make yourself vulnerable and have your scores go up on the whiteboard and all that i think um doing a competition at least one time is something good for that for that kind of person to do just to try something new and get out of your comfort zone a little bit and put yourself out there for judgment and uh more or less <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's a tough sell, but I, yeah. I definitely see what you're saying. It's, I mean, this form of exercise is really stepping out of your comfort zone a lot, you know, so to take it to yeah. that next level, to throw some other variables in there. W- one place my curiosity has peaked is, and you guys will know about this, I believe, how does the competition scale up to the level of, let's say, uh, the beach brawl? Like, those guys started at a particular place, I'm sure. Is it all about location, or you build a reputation over time? How does that work? I think the beach brawl, you know, their big advantage is you're competing literally on the beach, and so that's a great time. Plus, they run a great event. They run it really smooth. They're getting, you know, they have like 1,200 people compete every year, and they're getting done by like 4 o'clock every day. So they have different stations set up. It's outside. It's just fun. People just go and hang out. Like a lot of people will go and just hang out and watch the whole weekend. They won't even yeah. compete. And it's kind of like a, a, a CrossFit vacation is really what it is. I've done it every year, and it's always like kind of a destination. Like I can't wait to go to the uh, to the beach brawl this weekend and go to the beach and hang out. Oh, yeah, we're going to do some workouts while we're there too. And they don't make them too hard. They don't beat you down. I really like their program every year because – it's it's not one of those competitions where they're like we're just gonna put everybody through the grinder and see who comes out on the other side. They're like no, you you I mean you're they're gonna be you know fairly tough workouts and the best people are gonna win, but you're not gonna be sore for a week afterwards. And so it's really a lot of fun and they really cater to you know every every level athlete. They got the elite division and then they got RX scale. You know all those different divisions. So it's they do a really good job. I think it, you know it's twofold. It's location and I think it's well run because I think if the, if they would have put it on the first year, yeah, it's on the beach, and then everybody's leaving at 9 o'clock at night, I don't think people would have come back, back next yeah. year. Yeah. So. so part of it, too, is just investigating this idea of weekend competitions because it is such a huge element of the CrossFit community. Some of these weekend competitions have kind of risen above and serve as, like, 
a lead-in to regionals or lead-in to the games. I mean, they're being used. Athletes are using those in a way to kind of prepare themselves for a very high level of competition. I don't um, know exactly which ones these are. I just hear the reputation of some of these, you actually have to be invited to them. You know, is this kind of that precursor to what you've been talking about, Hunter? Maybe we'll have nationwide where we have these, just like the uh, – uh, the PGA, where you've got these competitions that are serving as that, is that already in place in some ways, in an organic way, inside of CrossFit? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think, um, I think, uh, yeah, that the, these uh, these local competitions. I mean, like from from us all the way up to the beach brawl and stuff like that. A lot of these guys will use it as a, uh, you know, one a a test to see where they're at at different points throughout the year. You know, when they, uh, you know, they they get they're able to kind of a uh, throw their hat in the ring with some other really competitive guys and see what they need to work on but a lot of these a lot of these competitions too that uh that that put out a lot of money to the uh to the winners i mean we try to be pretty uh, pretty gracious with the uh with the money that we hand out to all of our podium finishers uh they um a lot of these a lot of these uh, competitive athletes they need to go to these things and they need to win because i mean that they need a little extra money because they've uh, they've uh arrange their lifestyle to where they're either maybe working a part-time job or they might not be working at all they're trying to set themselves up in a way where they can uh, where they can train as much as possible so uh yeah um but also yeah i do think that uh we will move to that one day where you may have some kind of like pga style thing where there will be major events throughout the year i mean you're you're seeing there are huge events right now that a lot of the top guys go to like the beach brawl Granite Games, uh, the East Coast Championships, things like that. That I think we'll see, uh, we'll see grow a ton over the next few years. Yeah, we've talked about that before. They don't have the East Coast Championships anymore. I think they canceled ah, a few years ago. Me. But they got like Wadapalooza, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, Wadapalooza yeah. and stuff like that. But um, I think that you'll definitely see that as the sport gets more professional, and we see that CrossFit is suing Reebok. We might see. Uh, uh, Nike come in and take over, and I think if Nike gets involved, there's going to be a lot more money, um, and I think that's just going to make it more and more professional. I think, you know, the sport is still really young. You know, the CrossFit Games have only been going on since 2007, so a little over 10 years. I think in 10 years from now, yeah, it's going to be something like golf or uh, tennis or something where you got these majors throughout the year, and then you probably still have the CrossFit Games as, the, like, the World Series or whatever. Yeah, what would be cool is if, if when that transition, when and if that transition happens, it'll be the guys that stepped out there with their affiliates and started that at a grassroots level. That feels very, very CrossFit to me. So let's make a transition here. Let's uh, maybe do a little bit of lightning round with our with some questions here. Maybe land in the plane on the episode. Um, let's start with this one. You guys can uh, take it, whoever gets to the mic first. So uh, my curiosity, lightning round here, would you rather run a competition or compete in a competition? compete absolutely uh, i'll say i'll compete twice <laughs> i'll say I, I love running it man it's it's a lot of fun it's it's like one of one of the weekends i look forward to the most every year i love competing too um but you know i've done a lot of competitions in my in my life a lot of crossfit competitions and i and i'll still continue to do them but i you know this is my third one to run and i've really enjoyed it and i've already been thinking about you know Maybe hold, hosting one at, at twenty seven seventeen something like that, and uh, so I think I would probably rather run one, but that doesn't mean I don't want to not compete. I still want to compete. It's just I think I would rather, especially at this one, I'd rather run it. So that's that was the most non-answer answer I've ever heard. 
It's like you're running for mayor. <laughs> so I'm going to give an answer, but I'm going to leave the other one, uh, the other option open That's as right. well. That's right. You got to stay in the middle, bro. <laughs> All right. This is one I think our listeners will really appreciate just hearing from you guys from an athlete's point of view, your favorite competition memory. My first year uh, at the beach brawl when our uh, – our all our four male team took uh, took second place, and we uh, we had uh, we had one workout where we beat uh, we beat a team with uh, with four regional athletes on it, um, and that uh, that pretty much secured our spot in the podium. That was awesome, man. That, that does incredible. sound. Like, what was in that workout? And oh who was on gosh. the team? Because uh, I don't was, know. It was me, you. Uh, was it Ty and Steven? Ty and Steven, yeah. 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 Had kettlebells, heavy kettlebells, didn't it? I don't think so. No, no. Had, the one the one that we beat on it was it was some mix of uh, snatches and toes to bar. Yeah, yeah snatches, toe to like bar, that. and two other things, that maybe pull ups or something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. That's that's a tough question. I've ha- I've had a lot of good memories. Um, for individual, I think the one that sticks out to me was uh, 2013 at regionals. I uh, there was an overhead squat three rep max and you had to hit your first weight or else you were out of the competition and I had warmed up and hit the weight easy and I guess I just cooled off we had to wait like 20-25 minutes you know before we went and I got out there and it felt way heavier um than I than I thought and uh I just was failing it I mean you had seven minutes and I failed it like probably five or six times wow and it came down I was like I was sitting there thinking to myself I'm like I'm about to be out of this competition and I'd I think I'd gotten like 10th on the first workout, so I was in really good shape, and I knew the workouts coming forward were uh, were going to be uh, good for me too. And uh, I was like, man, I'm about to be out. And I was like, all my friends and family are sitting right there. I'm like, I'm just going to let everybody down. They came all the way out to San Antonio to watch me, and I'm going to be out after the second heat. I was just like, I, you got to be kidding me. I was like, all right, one more try. And I, I just got it over my head, and I remember I got two – and that third rep, that bar was shaking like crazy. I don't know. I still don't know to this day how I did it. But somehow I got it, and I looked at my judge, and he was like, yeah, you got it. And I slammed the bar on the ground. I, like, jumped in the air. It was, like, the biggest relief to be able to hit it. And then I remember the next workout was uh, 30 burpee muscle-ups for time, and I was so pumped up. It was, like, five-minute transition or something. Like, I was flying for, like, the first 15 reps going so fast, and then I just hit the wall. I was, like, crawling my Uh burpees. But I ended up – that was my best regional finish ever by far. And, um, you know, that's one that really sticks out to me is uh, just – that feeling of man i i'm about to be out to just pure elation but you know for me i love the team stuff team competitions more than anything and i've just really enjoyed competing with my friends from the gym with chris and i've really enjoyed competing with my my siblings my brother and my sister meredith and and my brother ty and um man that's just so much fun to be able to connect with them and compete together uh you know and 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 go through things together and we've we've done we've made some podiums we've podiums we've done well and um man competing on a team with them last year at regionals was probably my favorite team memory ever because i knew how much work my brother ty had put in he had been training with me for like five years straight and just for him to finally get the opportunity to compete at regionals was awesome and then my sister Meredith too she'd been training hard just to be able to be a part of their first regional experience and kind of be there with them and walk them through it because I've been there before man that was so much fun and then also you know having having Nate and Gavin Kathleen there too and having Crispy and our coach man that was just just a blast and and then this year being able to coach them as they went back and, and get top 10 that was awesome awesome too but I definitely think the most rewarding experience for me competing have definitely been in team situations. That's awesome. Awesome. I love that. I love it because 
really uh, we're all in this together, you know. And I think even individual athletes, when they're out there competing on their uh, by themselves, know that there's a, a machine behind them at their local affiliate they've been training with. So. It's just cool that you can have that experience on both sides. It's really cool, like, when you're competing. And, like, this year after the first day, like, Chris posted a picture of all the people who have been watching the workout at, at Cody and cheering everybody on. And that's just so cool to, like, be out there and, and, and watching them and pulling for them and, and giving every ounce they have and then to look and see all these people were back home cheering them on. And you can feel that energy coming from people, you know. You can feel the people who are pulling for you back home. And so it's just really cool to have – um, have the team out there and represent us and, and have so many people cheering them on. So I think we've done a great job establishing, you know, why competition is good. Why would Coyote go to the effort to put one of these on? My question, just kind of wrap this episode up, is what, what are the plans for the future of the Classic? We're three years in. That's a big year. You're past the sophomore slump. Like, what's coming next? You guys are always thinking ahead. You're always trying to be creative. How can we tease out to the audience listening for the Classic for next year? What could they be preparing for? All right, stay with me on this. Pay-per-view. <laughs> no. No, I tell you what uh, what I would really love to see is us get to the point where we have to uh, we have to get out of our gym and go and be a, and uh, rent out a venue somewhere somewhere that uh, that'll have uh, have more space for us to use and um, more uh, more seating area. That's what I would really love. I, w- I want our uh, I want our competition to be up there with uh, with uh, the beach brawls and uh, and stuff like that. I mean, I want I want this to have a to have a name that uh, that people uh, that people mark their calendars for every year. Yeah, it, and it's hard to compete with something like that has such a destination like Pensacola yeah. because it's like who wants to come to Jackson or Madison, Mississippi? There's not a lot going on. But the good news is there's a lot of big cities, you know, within close driving distance. So you know, we really want to try to to get more people from other areas to come and really make it a big event. Um, like Chris said, get outside, maybe rent out like a coliseum or something where we can have some a lot of spectators, a lot of um, vendors, and really put on a really cool show that the athletes enjoy uh, participating in. Because that's that's what we really want to make it about is uh, all the athletes and give them the best experience possible and make it so like, hey, you don't have to drive all the way to, to Texas or anything like that to have a really cool competition. You know, we can have one right here at home. So that's what we want to put, put in the future. So what I'm hearing is sign up for the Cody Classic 2019 happening at the Mississippi Coliseum. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Sign yeah. up early so uh, we can know, hey, we're going to have a lot of people. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, sign up early. Let us know, you know, comment. Let us know, hey, we'd, we'd love to, to see it at a bigger stage. I want to participate in that. And uh, the more people we can get involved, the, the bigger we can make it. All right, well – very cool. That was a solid episode, man. That felt really good. I agree. Yeah. So uh, landing the plan here a little bit as we're saying goodbye. Uh, one cool thing about technology is uh, you can go back and view the results of what's happening this weekend because obviously this will be releasing after the event sure. has happened. Yeah. But if you're curious about uh, how the people we were talking about earlier uh, finished, how some of our local people finished, whatever it is, you can view the results at Cody CrossFit dot com forward slash results is that correct slash results yeah yeah they'll Sweet. be there all year and uh we'll just add to that each year yeah Beautiful very work. cool all right bye bye <laughs> bye <laughs>